and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And uh, we have a huge podcast for you guys this uh, morning. We're a giant-sized podcast. This is it's we're at it's the crack of dawn Monday morning, and uh, we are we got up so make sure we got some quality content out to the blowhards. But first, uh, Ashley wants to say a little something to you. Well, hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Um, we are you know rounding out our campaign to get a hundred five star reviews by the end of the year so that we can feel like um, we have something to tell our parents over the holiday season so if you are listening to this podcast please scroll down give us five stars write something nice we really appreciate it and uh, we actually have a fantastic sponsor our first sponsor of reality blows and that is true love wow guys guess what we're we got engaged. engaged. We're engaged, folks. We're engaged. I don't know how it happened. Literally woke up one day and there was a ring on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know how it happened because I'm the one who asked Ashley to marry me. This is an awkward situation, guys. Yeah, straight up. It's like, how do we, what are we going to do? You are our friends, but we actually don't know you. So yeah. it's weird. But we also feel close to you and we want to include you on this life journey. We've decided it's weirder to not tell you guys that we got engaged uh, over last week or whenever we did, actually. It was a couple of weeks ago. We, yeah. We were pretty sneaky about it. It feels so recent. We basically got engaged and then went straight to Disney World. Yes, uh, which was the plan. That was my plan. Yeah is that we would do this and then have Disney World as like a little exciting um, vacation. It was like being scooped up into a little fantasy. It did feel like from the engagement until we got home, like I was in a different world. That, yeah. Uh, it, it did feel different, you know? It was um, fun and it felt carefree. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> full of love. You guys, Nick totally orchestrated this whole thing. He's been planning it for months. I had no idea completely cut off guard could not have been more surprised and learned that you know i can pretty much be played like a fiddle like i had no idea he was manipulating me to make certain decisions uh for this particular night to make it seem as if yes i ashley had made the decision when in fact that was nick's plan all along what do i mean well let me explain <laughs> Um, Nick hasn't been really eating carbs, you know. He's they been, know. He, they know. They're part of it. And so he was like, before we go to Disney, I'm definitely going to want to eat carbs in Disney. Before we go, I want to have a cheat day where I have pizza, okay? He's like, put it in your calendar. Put pizza in your calendar. And I said, okay, I'll do it. And I did. And then um, about a week before we were going to have pizza, he was like, let's go get Halloween costumes. And it just so happened that we were near a California pizza kitchen. That's right, folks. My favorite place in the world. We <laughs> went there the other night. And again. he was like, let's go there and get some cauliflower crust pizza. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. So we went and we're eating this cauliflower crust pizza. And Nick's like, you know, it's not the same. You know, it's not the same as actual pizza because it says cauliflower crust pizza. But it really is scratching that itch, that desire for pizza. It's kind of making me feel like my cheat day is not really much of a cheat day. And I was like, oh, well, we could do something else. And that's my cheat day in question, the one that was coming up in a few days, is what I was referring to there. I was like, this is kind of stealing the heat of the cheat day in a few days. I want to say this. Yeah. I don't want this to be all about pizza or cauliflower, <laughs> cauliflower crust. 
But it did, though. It, it, that was not even... Ha- it was a lie, but it, but the reason that it worked so well is because it really was based in truth. I, I will say, now having it twice, that cauliflower crust pizza... I don't know if I ever need to eat regular crust pizza ever again. Nick, you can't go on a pizza tangent on the engagement story. I'm just saying it's so good and it tastes pretty much exactly the same. Now, listen, I understand it's a chain restaurant. I'm not seeing them make this cauliflower crust. And I, I'm i fairly sure that there's some sort of a something in there that I shouldn't have been eating. You know, sugar in the crust, something but I'm going to turn my friggin' head and every couple of weeks eat that stuff, okay? Everybody's got to be so confused by this story. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, we got to go back. Okay, okay anyway. So, so I, I... we're eating this pizza and Nick is like, wow, this is really scratching my itch for a cheat. Um, but I still want to do a cheat day. And I was like, well, what about Mexican? And he was like, no, I still want to do Italian. And I was like, ooh, what if we did Fiore, which is our first date spot? Right. There's a restaurant in Williamsburg called Fiore. Fiore. And, and so I recommend Fiore and Nick's like, oh, that's a great great idea mm-hmm. meanwhile he's planning on us going to fiore the whole time that's right folks that is the fiddle that's being played god i fell into your trap yeah i was hoping that you would suggest that because i was kind of like uh i was like yeah i want to eat italian food but not pizza like where could we go to like actually just eat italian food now i know see i knew that we haven't gone to that many italian restaurants like we don't go out and eat like pasta if yeah. we're going to eat like, we tend to go to, we go to a lot of Mexican restaurants. We go to a lot of sushi restaurants. Yeah. But we don't really eat Italian. And the places that we have gone, the number one spot was this place, Fiore, which we Fiore. only went a couple of times, but it was very early in a relationship. And I'm, and I'm fairly certain it was our first, like, real date spot. Yeah. I took a card from them after our first date there. Oh, you did? Like a frequent mm-hmm. eater card? No. No. Not oh. a frequent eater card. A punch card? Like a, like a hey, manager. You, you order 15 <laughs> mozzarellas and you get two meatballs at the end (laughs) welcome to fiore it was like a business card Oh, okay sorry anyway so nick's like yeah fiore that's a great idea that is a great idea let's do fiore and so i'm just so proud of myself for picking the place and then we're driving there and nick is like oh this is kind of sweet this is kind of like one of our first dates where else did we used to go for our first date so this was days later now when we're yeah. driving there. So yeah. uh, that so the CPK conversation happened on a Tuesday. I think this was a Thursday. Yeah. So this was a couple days later. Now you're skipping a, a large a large amount here. Of, Am I? Of things. Yeah. What? How about the fact that the day of you were miserable? I had a really bad day. Miserable. Yeah. And to the point where I'm like, hey, but how about our cheat date tonight? It's gonna yeah. be fun. We're going to Fiore. And you turned around and looked at me and you said do we have to go to Fiore? Can we just go to Sauce and Soda, the pizza place up the block, and keep it local? And I wanted to cry. But you know I what? Couldn't. I've been leaving that out of the story when I've told people. But I couldn't cry because then people, he would, you would be like, <laughs> why is this fucking lunatic crying that he can't get his pasta? Like, it would have made it worse. So I kind of just sulked. No, you gave me a real come-to-Jesus moment. I you sat sulked, me down. I sulked until you sat down next to me. I know exactly. Was, where you're sitting right now is where I sulked. You sat me down and you explained that, no, 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 no. go to Fiore. No, 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 no. I sulked, and then you came up to me and you felt bad. Okay, that's important. I was like, <sighs> and you're like, what's wrong? And I go, I just really need you to be happy. <laughs> just for one day. <laughs> Um, and yes, I gave you a, a, I gave us a pep talk 
kind of recharted our our territory. I reestablished our main mission, which was to have an, we were uh, you know I was basically saying like the following day we were we were getting ready to go we we were going to New Jersey so we could get on an airplane so we could go to Disney World for a week you know so I was reassuring you that everything is going to be okay even though you kind of feel down in the dumps we all do it's getting cold in New York City. You know, you're living in Brooklyn. It gets depressing at this point. Hey, I'm living through it right now. We all are. Now that I'm back to reality. But at this point, I had to lie to Ashley and tell her everything was going to be okay. Yeah, he was really, he really reset the whole day. It was a bad day. You're right. I missed an appointment. I was just all over the and place. And the whole y'all. time I'm going, like, while she's, like, upset and just kind of like, well, this day's fucked. I think I'm just going to sit on the couch and cry. And I'm like, Ashley, we can't do that because... Well, I can't say why, but like I couldn't tell you why, but the whole time I wanted to like grab you and shake you and be like, "Would you freaking relax? I'm going to propose to you tonight." Um, but, but I how can't good say that. how good was I when you gave me that little pep talk? No, no, it worked. Yeah, it worked. I spread. You know, I really. I, I don't know why it worked, but it worked. It worked. I went to the gym. I worked out. I felt better. Came home. We went to the state. We're driving there. Nick is like, this is romantic. Like, tell me the other places we used to go to I eat. I also had to lie to you why we're driving. That was yes. the other thing. Because yeah. you were like, why aren't we just taking the train? That was another thing, like, in that I you know, being but upset like, part. Yeah. I was like, why aren't we just taking the train? Because it so doesn't easy. make sense. And, and I, you were like, let's just drive. And I was like, we're going to drive because there's construction on the block. And I'm afraid if I, I'm going to move my car anyway tonight because in the morning we might be locked in. We won't be able to drive to New Jersey. And then no Disney World. And you were like... That kind of sounds right. And I was like, yes. But you had to drive. Why? Because there was no possible way to get you from, like, there was no logical. By the way, we should just say that you were trying to get me to our first kiss spot. Yes, which is, although I would say in the grand scheme of things, towards the area of this restaurant that we were supposedly going to, which we were going to, um, there was just a detour. But it wasn't a logical yeah. Like amount of, and the other thing is, it's like on foot, it would have been crazy. Like it would have been crazy. We would have been walking at like an hour, yeah. to go to like or like half it's like hour in the middle of two train spots in a weird angled way where you yeah. would have to like get out and walk for fifteen minutes. And- so I had to come up with some ridiculous reason, but once again, rooted. See, this is how you lie, kids. Are you listening? Lies should be rooted in truths because yeah. when I told you about the construction, what was going on all all week? Construction, construction. and what had happened to my car a couple weeks, pro- a couple days prior? It had been towed. It got towed by construction people because I parked on the wrong block, and so the idea of having to move it into a safer place just so we were safe to drive to New Jersey the following day was a real concern in my head, but not so real that I wouldn't have just done it in the morning or not done the hassle of driving to this restaurant but like why am i so easily manipulated like with the fiore restaurant i picked fiore well, you led me into that trap folks i mean you talked right me in. out of my bad attitude i told you why you said the car thing and i was like okay yeah sure well no the car thing it's like who what do you care like you you like to drive we we know that we like to drive rather than take the train so it's not like hey let's take the bus <laughs> you know yeah like if i was like we need to take the bus and you were like what i'm yeah. not nick i'm not taking the bus like that would have been tough but we all know that you'd rather take the car and there was a logical reason behind it so it made sense fiore we were already eating pizza yeah so it's like our our plan was pizza so it's like well we don't want pizza anymore but i do want italian and it is my day wink wink all the options were like adjacent to um like what we had originally picked if i would have said if i were to say to you right now name a couple of uh, italian restaurants that we like you would say fiore okay number one sweetwater 
Don't even remember that. <laughs> That's the one over uh, in the Upper West Side? Williamsburg. No, the one in the Upper West Side is just like the 86th Street Italian restaurant. So, exactly. We don't have any memories really anywhere else. So, yeah. I kind of gave you a false choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, hey, pick one of those great Italian spots that we like, knowing that there's only one. Baba that- Julie's. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go to Baba Julie's. That's not even Italian. Baba Julie's. Uh, <laughs> might be an Indian spot down the street. Um, okay, so we're driving there, and this is another little bit of manipulation. Love manipulation. Love, to Ashley. yeah, love. So we're driving. Love planning. And I start saying stuff like, oh, man, you know, it just occurred to me that we're going to Fiore right now. It almost feels like we're on a date. We don't date. And I'm like, oh, my God, babe, we are on a date. <laughs> this is almost getting me into, like, a romantic thing. Babe, this is so romantic. And I go, what was our other f- great spots that we used to go to? Um, and so I had I started having Ashley sort of name like, you know, Ashley is very romantically manipulated. That sounds wrong. That in sounds 2019. wrong. Is there a better word than manipulated? But like you're romantic- romantically you, led. You get. Yeah, you get you can very easily be romantically led down a path. Of I'll roses fall and, into, you know, nostalgic, happy, romantic like nostalgia in you a do. second. You like to reminisce. You yeah. like memories. Yeah. Well, I mean, first off, our first year was incredible. This friggin' moron likes romantic memories. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> what do you like? Pictures to look at them that remind you of the good times, you freak? But you do. Our first year was real sweet because we fell in love pretty hard. True or false? True. Yeah, we fell in love pretty hard. So it's fun to think about that first year because it totally, you know, uh, knocked me out of my, I don't know, rotation, my everyday life. It it shook me up. Nothing's been the same. I mean, just as a, because we got to kill some time and we're talking, this is basically the story of our, our love, our true love. I might as well say that I roped Ashley in initially. I uh, manipulated her. No. <laughs> I'm just using it because I think it's fun to say. No. Um, but uh, Ashley... I, I was I had loose plans to move to Los Angeles and Ashley let herself get close to me based on the fact that she knew I would be leaving. Yeah, I was like, well, this is safe. He seems like a nice, sweet, fun guy. And, and he's moving is... to L.A. so I can like we can make out a little bit and I won't you know, I, nothing will get serious because I wasn't trying to get serious with anyone. This is basically eight years ago this month. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So probably right around this time. Well, we we spent months, though, of texting before anything really happened. I know, but like at this time, you... Things are amped up. Eight years ago, but you think I'm moving to Los Angeles. Yeah. And then... When we, when you basically showed your your hand to me and yes. showed me that you liked me, yes, I told you that I'm not moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. I gotta stay here with you. Yeah. And you were like, you were very upset that I would stay here for you because you were like, no, this is not the plan. You're supposed to. Well, I didn't want anyone to change their life for me. It was like uh, we were gonna have some sort of unrequited love. Yeah. And, uh, something, and you have like a whole thing in your mind where like. You know, I think at this time you possibly wanted this like sort of longing, but I can't have you and like right. that sort of thing. Which... I wanted to, to satisfy some emotional, like deep connection, but also not distract me from my career. Yeah, yeah. And luckily that didn't happen. So uh, <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, actually. Uh, I didn't want, I, I was nervous about you, you know, not moving to LA because I didn't want anyone to make a major life change because of me. But I never told you to move to LA when you were like, should I move? And I was, always like i don't know do whatever you want to do because i wanted you to stay i mean i don't want to hurt your feelings but i didn't 
not move to LA based only because of you. You were a part of definitely a part of it. You were because I didn't really want to go in the first place. Yeah, I got that feeling. You know, that was coming off you pretty hard. I had a lot of friends here and yeah. I was having a good time. And then I just met the best girl in the world. And I'm Aww. like, what am I going to do? Go back to LA and be go to LA and be sad guy. I think I'll stay here. So I think also in my mind, I was like, he'll move to LA and then in six months, I'll move out there too. Yeah. You know, it could have been fun. Yeah. Anyway, so I, uh, you know, there was like, uh, that was eight years ago, basically this month. And a big part of that was um, we had like a really fun kind of courting situation that we didn't really know whether or not we were actually, I had no idea whether or not Ashley actually liked me at all. Yeah. Um, Nick, I was throwing just all the signals out at Nick and he was um, dodging them pretty hard. And then. Well, I, you know why? Yeah. Because I was, I would like tell my dumbass friends, like I'd be like, Hey, dumbass friends. Um, you know, this girl, Ashley, we're all friends with her. Um, I think she might have some sort of a crush on me. And my dumbass friends were like, "Uh, Nick, I'm going to look at you right now. I'm going to tell you that's not happening. And so uh, whatever you're feeling is a lie. And so get that out of your head. Didn't and they, they laugh, la- at, and they laugh at me? Yeah. And then so I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But uh turns out that they were dumbasses. Um, yeah. You got to trust yourself, babe. Anyway, so. But also oh, okay. it's just important. I don't think the listeners know that in comedy, it's important to know that we're both comedians. And in comedy, I, this was like my first year into comedy. and like Second. First. It was my first year. Second. It was my first year. No, this was your second year in comedy. I no. remember you saying that. When we first started dating, what are you doing? Why are you laughing? I remember you saying you? that. No, I started comedy in 2010, and you and I started dating in 2011. So, but in my first year, like leading up to us dating, all of these, um, you know, not all of these, but like it's a pretty strong, it was a pretty strong message being handed to me by older female comedians that were saying, don't date a male comedian in Rita the beginning. Rudner, um, what other don't one? date a, Ellen. Don't date a male comedian in the beginning of your comedy career because it's going to look like you're trying to get ahead. So that's like a, a weird fucking lame ass double standard that I truly bit into and was like, I don't want anyone to think I'm like trying to get ahead by dating a, a guy who's more successful than me. And Nick, I feel like at this point you seemed very <laughs> successful. Um, you had been in like a pilot for MTV. Things were going okay at yeah. that time for me, but I had started comedy much earlier than you. Yeah, so I was like And worried. I'm also younger than you, so I mean that's also another thing that must have wowed you. You're like, how could this young man be so successful? You know, it didn't cross my mind, <laughs> but I, I was worried that you were successful and that people were going to think I was trying to like jump my status uh, somehow. I, I, you know what? I respectfully disagree with how you thought you, the, the feelings were about that. I respectfully disagree. You disagree with I think those it was more of what I was or? feeling. Which was like, let's not let our friends know that we are like two comedians dating because it's weird. No, it was my whole thing was that I did not want people to know I was dating a male comedian. Also, I didn't want anyone to know that we were dating before I figured out we could really date. All right. So I was like, there has to be like a, a veil of secrecy. So anyway, our first kiss involves us walking home from a place, a friend's house late at night. And I look at Nick and I say, um, if we kiss, you can't tell anybody. And then he says, what makes you think I want to kiss you? And then I was like, oh, my God, you're right. It's a bad idea. And then he said, 
it's the best idea. And we've yeah. been dating ever since. But I didn't say I didn't say it's the best idea in, in a really calm and composed way. It was more like I had a witty retort. And then you were like, oh, yeah, you're right. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I was being weird. You know. So that's our first kiss. So that was our first kiss. Now, we're dri- back to two weeks ago. We're yeah. driving now. I've got Ashley in the car, and now we're driving. Okay? And now I'm like, I know that if I drive past this place, she won't realize that I've kind of gone out of the way. It's Even though it is out of the way, it's not really that far out of the way. It's not so out of the way. I have Ashley mentioning all these old, like, times that we had places we used to go like our first couple of dates and Ashley I could see is just like there's little heart bubbles popping in, in you know in front of her eyes and she's into it okay so I got I got I got her I baited her I got the fish <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm driving I got this big friggin ring in my pocket you know <clears throat> and so I'm driving to uh I drive a little out of the way I make a left and I go I go you know what this is getting me th- you know I, I this is my acting skills now I'm like <laughs> Wow, this is kind of getting me feeling a little romantic. And as we drive down the road in which I had, we had initially had our first kiss, I was like, you want to take the little walk? Our walk. Our said. walk. Do you want to take our walk? And um, and Ashley, who's been in a bad mood all day, was like, yes, let's do it. Let's take our walk. So I got, uh, we pulled around, I parked, and I had Ashley walk me through our first, like our walk from our friend's house leading to our first kiss in that moment that we just described. So I had Ashley sort of walking me through it. So it was like, I really had, she was just like fucking putty in my hand here. <laughs> I mean, she was like, I didn't even have to think about it. Because there were points where I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to remember exactly where it was and where we started and all that stuff. And I was like, eh, maybe I could just, it, it'll be, a, you know, the, it's a thought that counts. I didn't even need that because Ashley, who remembers every single aspect of this moment, uh, she w- was actually taking me through like a love tour guide. And we were walking arm in arm down this thing. And by the way, it's 6 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, first off, you're on the outside. And then Nick had to do like a little shift because the ring box was on, on his right yeah, side. Yeah, protruding from my pocket. And he was worried it was going to knock me. And then, you know, we started walking to the spot. And I was like, and right about here is where I said, um, if we kiss, you can't tell anybody. And then Nick. By the way, let me set the stage. Okay. Where this is. Yeah, I don't that's know if, important. If this that's is important. very important. Okay. This is basically under the B, the BQE, which is a highway. It's a highway that connects like Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Queens, Expressway, and it goes through Brooklyn, all that stuff. Okay. And it's on a main road called Meeker Avenue, mm-hmm. which is basically another highway yeah. as far as Underneath. Brooklyn is concerned. Yeah, BQB's above. On the corner of another highway called McGinnis uh-huh. Avenue. In front of a gas station. And right in front of a BP gas station that's also a Bola Market. It's a uh, like a little mini mart that has a Burger King aspect to it. And I'll say it's probably one of the most popular ramps to get onto the BQE. Yes, it's right on entrance on ramp. On this area. Okay, so think about an entrance ramp freeway in your hometown. <laughs> 6 p.m. on a Thursday in front of a gas station. Yeah. And that's where we had this first kiss. Now, when we had this first kiss, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There was nobody there. It was empty. When we, I'm walking Ashley through this, it's like 6 p.m. on a Thursday. Everybody's there. Yeah. Like, everybody's there. It's so jammed with cars and traffic. It's crazy. So we get to this exact point right in front of the Bola Market, and, I, and then that's when Ashley goes, okay, this is it. And this is where I said, uh, if I kiss you, you can't tell anybody. And then that's when I go. This is real time now, 6 p.m. 
in front of this bowl of market, in front of this gas station. I go, well, Ashley. And then I get on my one knee. Oh, my God. And I pull my little ring out of the pocket. I go, if I ask you to marry me, you can't tell anybody. <gasps> and then uh, Ashley's stunned. I'm stunned. I believe Ashley said yes. I can't, although I can't remember really at this point. I definitely said yes, but I was smiling so big. I yeah. must have looked so goofy. You looked, I got your ass. <laughs> you looked shocked. You know, like, you know, in impractical jokers, when they really have a good one, that was like the main, that was like the third act on an impractical jokers. Uh, it was, it was incredible. I really pranked the shit out of you there because <laughs> you hook, lined, and sinkered. Yeah. Um, and at this moment, we're, I'm sitting there on one knee. I'm putting a ring on Ashley's finger. She's stunned. There is an old woman frantically running from the gas station into the road. She was trying to either, I think she was trying to hail a taxi or she was knocking on windows asking for change. She was about three feet away from us. And as soon as Nick got on the knee, on his knee, she started going, Oh my God. Oh my God. Is that real? She was freaking out. And then I was like, it is real. And I was freaking out. <laughs> and then the cars started honking. Um, Nick's still on his knee. I don't know if they were honking because the light had changed or if they were a cele- celebratory moment. Who knows? Who knows? Started freaking out. But then we basically got up, realized where we were, and yeah. like scurried off to like <laughs> the side. And we took a seat on like this little wall. Yeah. And then Ashley just kind of sat there in like a in like a daze, looking yeah. at her ring, trying to figure, trying to piece together what ex- is exactly happening. Yeah, here. so confused. I'm like hyperventilating. Like I couldn't even. I was so nervous. It's so stupid how nervous I was. All we do is hang out together all day long for almost a decade. And this, we go out to dinner one time and we stop in front of a gas station and I hand you a ring and it's like the most nerve wracking moment <laughs> of my life. I was Were you fairly, worried I was going to say no? No, I what wasn't. Were you nervous about? I was just nervous about the moment. I, I don't know. It's such a big moment, you know? So uh, it was incredible. It was so exciting. Yeah. Um, I really f- was struck dumb. I mean, like, you know, we'll you'll hear in the story. We after this moment, we just were kind of like two fools bumping into each other, walking around the world because we were both so giddy, so full of adrenaline. We like parked the car and lost it. You know, we didn't know where it was. Um, but immediately after this moment, I was just like um, so out of it. I. I was so excited and so giddy and just like, I don't know, I I didn't anticipate, you know, I never thought I'd be a wife, blowhards, never imagined myself going down in the history books as a wife, not really someone who's imagined an engagement before, you know, I was like, Nick and I have talked about it, you know, and it seemed like it would be a part of our future, but I didn't think that like, I would be overwhelmed with such raw emotion when it happened, but it is like a real primal thing. Well, I thought it was interesting, like almost out of like a physical reaction when we circled the block and you had this ring on your finger and you you just like your eyes were wide and you were like in a date. It looked like somebody had like comically hit you on the head with like an anvil, like like a cartoon. And you were like, it felt like (laughs) and like little birdies were going like you. It was crazy. uh, Your vibe for that, I would say the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Because you really seemed like a zombie. Like, I couldn't tell what was happening. Like, you weren't really responding to me. <laughs> You're kind of, like, just looking at the ring and, like, looking straight ahead. And as soon as we turned the corner, you just like, I got to call my mom. <laughs> and then you call your mom. And you, the phone call, you're like, Mom, Nick just proposed to me. And then I remember you being like, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay, I gotta go. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know why I just instantly had to call my mom. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, I had told Nick years ago that my ring size was a seven. Don't know why I said that because this big old thing is like rolling around on my finger. Turns out I'm a five and a half, y'all. Yeah. Big difference. Um, but it's the most beautiful ring. You're a five and a half sometimes. Five and a half sometimes. We found out through five all and this, three quarters through this tumultuous uh, ordeal of rings that. Fingers shrink, folks. They shrink. They shrink. They expand. They expand. Especially you go to Florida and you're eating a bunch of Disney food. Yeah. So, but I just want to say as soon as, you know, Nick did such a good job. He totally caught me by surprise. Never in a million years did I think he would ask me to marry him outside that BP. Um, I thought if he was going to ask me to marry him, it would be in a couple of years from now under a waterfall is what I imagined. Because he had mentioned wanting to do it in nature before. So this is like, couldn't have been more of a surprise. This is nature. And we were outside. Couldn't have been a more perfect spot. I mean, it really was like our story. Right. Now, to just tear, you know, kind of uh, pull back the curtain a little bit, I, there was a chance I was going to propose to you in Disney World proper. Yeah. That was the original thing that I had told my family about a little bit and um, they were excited by it and the people that I told were excited by it and then I kind of had a restless night one night and realized that uh, that I don't want to do that Um, because I I felt like it wasn't really there was no rhyme or reason it was just the fact that we were going to be there and that we like it yeah but I mean we also like California Pizza Kitchen you know what I mean so uh, and I honestly I feel like California Pizza Kitchen at least the place that we've gone twice has more like us sort of memories attached to it than sort of Disney not that Disney isn't incredible and we love it but that's everybody's place right you know what I mean Disney belongs to everyone and so then that's when I quickly realized that I wanted to do it somewhere more personalized you know and uh i thought this was fun and it really could there have been a more opposite place to have uh have that moment from disney than the place that the exact opposite the really the exact opposite and i quite enjoy that it was so fun right after nick proposed he was like i've got so much to tell you Um, (laughs) because you just had months of stuff to unload yeah you know like you told my family my little brother knew apparently and was able to keep that a secret like friends of ours knew i asked if our boss knew she did not she did not Uh, Um, jury's still out if she still yet knows yeah haven't gotten a congratulations from her yet but uh (laughs) she did write on facebook really yeah um Um, well i'd like a text um (laughs) so yeah so it's been a wild wild couple of weeks and yeah um, hey no regrets no No regrets (laughs) no regrets and now we've entered into this phase so we went to disney and it was kind of like it prolonged um, the initial telling everybody because you can't just like text someone and be like, I'm engaged. They want to hear the story. They want to talk to you about it. And you can't really do all of that at Disney. So it was like, OK, when we get back from Disney, we'll start telling people. And we've started telling people and it has really opened up a whole new world I was not aware of. Oh, I get, I get what you did there. What did I do? Disney, a, a whole, whole new world. New- yeah, uh, it opened oh, up a whole new. All right, let's save the uh, blowhards. New. Okay, um, Monster it, Mash. It opened up a whole new world because I now feel like I'm part of the secret society of women that like talk about their engagement and like get details of it. Ever since I've gone out and I've bumped into other uh, friends who have 
been engaged, who were engaged and are married or vice or now engaged, waiting to get married. It's, it's we're like, married or now engaged. <laughs> you go through the whole uh, story and how it happened. And, you know, it's just it's pretty cool. Well, actually, I never I, thought I'd say that. I would love to uh, share in your enthusiasm of the post uh, engagement. But unfortunately for me, I don't know, the guy who set it all up. God, I get nothing out of this. Yeah, that's Nobody wild. really talks to me about it. Like, they say congratulations, like, the first day, and then people forget about it because I'm not wearing a ring. If I'm near you, people look at you and say congratulations. Yes, that happened at the Doc store. They don't want to assume, like, congratulations to you and your big brother or whoever <laughs> they think I am. That happened at the Doc Martin store. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I don't get anything out of this, really, other than, you know, like true love yeah i mean i mean that's all great and all but god um, i'm getting i'm getting lunches and I get, drinks i even run into friends who know that i got engaged and it was it's like we talk around it you know what i mean where it's just like yeah 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 so now i gotta figure this thing out and people are like yeah yeah cool 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 and it there's no like the amount of times that you've had to retell this story to i'm retelling friends. it every time i meet up with a friend i have yet to tell a person not a person about this like i mean i i i I, is that true? It, my, my mom, when you were there, like it's only been you involved. Like you're telling me, guys aren't constantly going over the engagement story together. Nobody's asked me anything. Like that when it when we released it on Instagram that we were engaged, people were DMing me and texting me, and that was very nice. That was one day. Um, so every time you meet up with a friend, they're not like, "Okay, how did it happen?" No, it's a congrats, man. That's cool. That's it. Wow. And, and and that's that's all I get. And and I'm the guy who did the whole thing. <laughs> and then I go to I actually I walked over there Ashley was doing a show very local to our apartment. Stand up night. show. And uh, I went and I watched her perform and she was great. Um but she also has like, I don't know, an eight minute new bit, which is literally just the story story. It's five but, minutes know, and it's it, uh it's funny. It's a it, lot of jokes. It's pretty much exactly verbatim what happened, but Ashley's telling it in a funny way, which is wink, wink, how comedy is done. But um, it, I was Nick just was like, pissed. I was like, this is you're just now you're just telling our story for laughs. You got a new five minutes. I got nothing. <laughs> if I even told the story and tried to get laughs out of it, people would be like, oh, I heard that bit before. Yeah, your fucking fiance. I got it. Bit. Yeah, and I can't even do. It's comedy not like just that. the story. It's also about having to shave my knuckles, which I, is not something I anticipated having to do. I also can't do comedy where I'm just like telling stories about my life. Like that's just not how my comedy works. Like. Put it this way, I have jokes about being married, even though I'm not married, just because I think it's a funny premise to talk about. So it's actually ruined comedy for, for me. Because oh, get off Now it. I don't have anything. It's just too hard. You're to... being such a baby. What do you want? You got a fiance. What else do you want? <sighs> I don't know. I guess I knew cat. We should get a cat to commemorate. I need something. We did after dinner. We were like, we got to go home and tell Lily. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we were. We needed. I felt like an urge to let her know what was going on, and then we couldn't find the car because we well, had been struck dumb. We, so, so okay. So we, pro I, pro I propose. Uh, we assume Ashley says yes, although neither of us really remember. I definitely the said yes. We get back in the car. Uh, immediately, by the way, Ashley's walking around with this rock on her f fucking finger, and I'm starting to feel like people are following us. Yeah, like, Nick gets paranoid. He's like, get in the car. Stop talking about the ring. Because like, I'm in like, Brooklyn. somebody saw this and saw us turn a corner. Like, we were in, like, the sh a shadowy part of the neighborhood. So I was like, let's get back in the car. So we get back in the car, and we drive to Fiore. We get a parking spot. 
in a daze, almost can't even drive. Like, I don't know. I just, you know, I felt like I was on, you know, some uh, some sort of a psychedelic experience. Yeah. It was crazy. It, it, it really we was. We go to our spot. Mind you, I had not eaten any any sort of um, carbs in since it's, you know, this was the end of October since the beginning of June. So this is my big cheat day. And really, yes, it was planned so I can propose and it would be a, a, a reason to get out. But it was also I needed to break my carb fasting before I got to Disney World so I didn't feel horrible in Disney World. And I just felt horrible for like the day and a half that I was still in New York City. And so I ordered this big pasta meal. First, we I order uh, us a an appetizer. And it looks like it's some sort of puff pastry it says thing. gnocchi puff pastry plate. And, and really, it's a plate of salted meats. It's a huge meat the platter. The hugest meat platter the you could ever biggest see. Biggest meat platter. Let's Ashley, not forget I'm vegetarian. Yeah, Ashley does not eat. And and if, even if she's going to break and eat like a little bit of something, it'll be an egg, maybe a some bite fish. of a chicken wing yeah. or some fish. It's definitely not pork, which yeah. is all this is. <laughs> yeah, this is pork and beef, which I'll never eat. She'll never eat again. So- I'm like, oops, sorry about that. Giant meat plate. They take the, uh, we, I eat half of it. They take it away. <laughs> then my like bolognese comes out and it's, you know, a great pasta dish. I eat half of this thing. Um, Ashley's like texting and like looking at her ring and taking pictures. I, I like, she's not even looking at me during this meal. I can't Thank God. Eat. I'm having like the salt sweats. Like my body has turned into some, like I felt physically ill. My stomach felt distended, like it was going to pop out of my body. I was like sweating and shaking. Like it was, you know. I didn't know this. It was really, really bad. I couldn't really enjoy my meal because my body was getting used to having, you know, pasta in me. And it was just, it was bad. This is what I was trying to avoid while being on vacation. Yeah. So you did it on our engagement night. (laughs) So I couldn't even, like, I started feeling crazy. We leave. You know, I basically didn't eat anything. Yeah, Ashley just couldn't even eat. Um, it's like you're struck dumb. So now we leave and we go to get the car. And that's when we realize we don't even remember where we parked. I don't even remember parking. Yes, it's crazy. And I'm like, oh, uh, wait, we turned a corner here. <laughs> and it's not like we're in some neighborhood. We go we're through in Brooklyn. The, and we're in this neighborhood that we've been in a billion times. We've yeah. parked in a billion times. Yeah, but we're. it's not like a parking lot where you're like, I don't know which part of the parking lot I'm in. This is Brooklyn, so it's all like streets and like, so like corners and blocks. Corner? And I don't remember because yeah. I was in a daze. took us about 20 minutes to find the car. We had to rewalk the route a couple times. Um, we finally got the car. We came home. We told Lily. Yeah, she had no reaction. No, she was not. I thought she was going to freak out, but she literally she didn't care. Acted pretty normal. Yeah, but I think really something cool as a cucumber, I'd say. Something that was exciting was like finding out all the planning that Nick did and like how long he's been waiting and and just um he he just yeah. well it's interesting that you because you kept being like didn't you think I was going to ask you when we were doing this right. walk I really, and I was like no I really thought you thought it was coming during disney i really no, did no but you and only so, thought that because you had the ring under the bed torturing you every night yes yes, yes. meanwhile it's not even in my mind or I, I didn't think it was coming at disney didn't think it was coming this year also like I, I had bought the ring and then waited like two months and in that two months ashley like one time she came up to me i had already bought the ring okay and one time she came up to me and started telling me about what type of ring like in a very oh my like God. i wouldn't say demanding but in like almost like a manic sort of way just like bust into the living room and looked at me and was like hey mister <laughs> when you propose to me you better make sure that this ring looks like this and it looks like that I didn't and it looks do like that. these things okay none of these none of that and none of those I didn't and walked do that. out yeah you did and then I, literally i had i had like just purchased the ring 
And like all of the things that you said was not exactly what that ring was. It's not all the things I said. It's one thing, which is I said I wear yellow gold. Yeah, you're Don't like, give and me no white gold. White gold. Yeah, and, and you I had got me a white, white gold. The band is white gold, and so I was like, fucking fuck. But it's a beautiful Made ring. Made me sick. Made me sick. But you stomach. did the best job. No, I know how impressed you are by the job that I did now, so it's totally fine and I don't care. But in that moment, I wanted to die. Oh. I did. Babe, that's and sad. It was really, and then I, I still had like another month and a half till I was like, till I. I and then did, Nick up. said that he would walk by my jewelry box and look down in it and see that it was all yellow gold. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. Um, but, but you may, but what, you know, Nick's reasoning for the white gold was that he got rubies in there and he didn't right. want it to look like mustard and ketchup, yeah, which you, I think is very also, sweet. Also, I think it's, I don't know that anybody gets a gold, like, I think it's, would be going against the grain in a pretty hard way to get like a traditional wedding ring in, in yellow gold because a lot of people do it. It's well, not, it's not a non-traditional. Where did you get it in I your mind? I just think that's non-traditional. From, from what? <laughs> In my own mind. Where do you get that from? I don't want I really don't want to talk about the wedding ring at all. Okay. So, well, I love uh, it. I, I think we're done with this segment. It's perfect. All right, guys. That was our little story that we wanted to share. Uh very happy to let you, our friends, the blowhards in. Woohoo! I wish you guys many, many loves in your life. Can't wait to recap the wedding for y'all. Yeah. Um, okay, folks. Uh it'll be j- by the way, that recap will be almost exactly like CT's getting married. Just to let you know, that's it. One hundred percent the same. Leroy's gonna come and give Nick a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we've decided since we talked so much about um, this uh, engagement, we were gonna do sort of a, a wedding themed show. I found a show that I never knew existed on Hulu, which is originally on TLC. I don't think it's on anymore, but there was a bunch of seasons. It's called Four weddings okay we're gonna tell you all about the episode that we watched and what the show is about uh it's actually a lot of fun to watch stick around we'll be right back we're back we are indeed and like nick said since we're all in the engagement mindset we decided to (laughs) check what i like that we, we we're all in (laughs) <laughs> I just think it's funny that you're assuming everybody else is as well. Yeah, we're all in it. Now that we all got engaged. Now that we're all engaged. We uh, we were talking about wedding shows, bride shows. Um, you know, Say Yes to the Dress did cross the desk. It was Ixnade by Nick, who says it's been, he's seen a couple episodes of it. And I, I almost feel like we actually talked about it, but maybe we didn't. I don't um, know. We've been doing this show so long. Also, like, you've seen Say Yes to the Dress, correct? I don't know. I can't remember. Well, Say Yes to the Dress, it's just tough to talk about, just because it really is just somebody kind of picking their wedding dress, you yeah. know? And it is like a sweet show, and sometimes you get like what, quote unquote, a bridezilla, which is kind of fun, or there's something going on with the groom, but... For the most part, it's pretty rote when it yeah. comes to like these shows. Um, so I was looking for something a little more spicy. Yeah. So that's when I found this show for uh, Weddings, which is also on TLC. I think yeah. Say Yes to the Dress is on TLC. It might be Bravo. I don't really know. But- four Weddings is on TLC, which immediately made me say no, because I do not like TLC shows. You hate TLC shows. And then Nick, he rubbed my back. He, <laughs> he, uh, he pointed at my ring. He said, do this for me, fiance. <laughs> 
And I said, okay, I'll do it. What really was, I read the synopsis of it, and you were like, okay, I'm in. Um, So read the synopsis of the actual show. Every bride hopes her big day is spectacular, and she works hard to make it the best possible wedding ever. Now four brides will have the chance to see how their weddings stack up against each other. So basically the way this works, it's very much instant hotel. Okay, hello. It is, It's a very close model, which is there are four weddings four brides they each go to um their own wedding obviously they get married they go to their own wedding and then they go to each other's weddings and then they met they rate each other's weddings on like um uh, uh, like they'll rate um over overall enjoyment yeah um venue food wedding dress entertainment entertainment and uh, at the end, uh, after the fourth wedding, and everybody has put their scores in, the scorekeeper tallies up the total scores of the weddings, and the uh, bride who wins uh, wins a honeymoon um, paid for by the show. And yeah. in this first episode that we watched, which was season one, episode seven, uh, season, season seven, seven episode, episode one, one, excuse me, uh, the prize was a all-inclusive trip to Jamaica. Yeah. And honestly, not enough of a prize for me to have uh, TLC film my wedding. For real. And have like, also like the other women like go to your wedding and like sit together at a table and, and like, judge and, like it. eat it and like talk shit during it. Like, and, and honestly, this episode that we saw, there wasn't so much shit talking happening. Like, it wasn't mean-spirited, but it was judging because that's what they are doing. Yeah. They are judging every aspect. So now they're, like, cutting into, like, your chicken that, you're, that you have it's served at your wedding. It's a little dry. Wedding. Yeah, and you have a table of, like, uh, women being like, hmm, I don't know. Or, like, you're outside and it gets a little chilly and they're all looking around being like, it's a little cold, yeah. isn't it? And then, like, making a mental note. They're, I'm going to have to take off points because it was colder than I expected. Like, that bride can't control the weather. I, I just don't understand the person or the couple that would want to go to Jamaica this bad on somebody else's well, dime to ruin this experience for them. Is that they they tell you when when they give you like a bio of the bride and they give you her age and stuff, they also tell you how much she's spending on this wedding right. and it's like seventy five thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, thirty five thousand dollars. You're telling me that they would put that on a television show because they can't afford a twenty five hundred dollar vacation to yeah, Jamaica. That was that was odd. It um, seems... and I also felt bad for like the couple who only spent twenty grand. Only yeah, spent twenty grand on the and then wedding. lost because they didn't have like a super ritzy wedding. Yeah, and. Because I'll say the person who won what had the most expensive wedding. I yeah. think. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure. So we have to crunch the numbers. Why don't you read the synopsis for season seven, episode one, the episode that we watched? Okay, so the title of it is dot, 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 and a leprechaun. Ooh, <laughs> a little abstract titling going on. And then the synopsis is Mandy's alcohol theme keeps her reception guests happy while Lindsay finds a leprechaun and spares no expense to impress her crowd. Cheryl's vows turn into a history lesson and Crystal's wedding unites two Native American tribes. Yes. So lots of diversity here. Yeah. Um, honestly, except the... for, um, you know, ge- geographically. And, and <laughs> yes, because they seem to be all from Long Island. Yeah. That's the other thing. 
when Ashley and I talked about this, because I, I I told Ashley when we were watching this, I go, nobody is as interesting as the people from the Northeast. And that is not true. Because that in reality world, it is. No, in reality world, the people who are getting casted are the people who can drive to casting, and those are the people in the Northeast. And also, the people who are gatekeepers who are doing the casting, the casting agents are casting people that remind them of uh, characters they grew up with, so you're trying to which say are cast- also people from Long Island. Casting from the North people who cast in new york city for reality shows are all from the new york area i've never met one caster who is a a new york city caster who is not from the new york area casting agent yeah what did i call him caster a few times (laughs) um a caster is that guy who was on my strange addiction i've never met a casting agent who wasn't from the northeast now what about uh people i mean lots of television is made in in los angeles yeah you don't see, I mean, those people, don't, it's not like everybody's from California, is it? I don't think that, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to the L.A. question. All I know is we watch a lot of reality. Would you but agree? I, it seems Would you that agree that we watch a lot of reality TV? It seems that more reality is filmed in the Northeast than it is in L.A. Everybody's from Jersey or from Staten Island or from Long Island. It's well, crazy. We watch MTV shows, and those all are casted in film. Um, all those people are picked from the Northeast. Yeah. And yeah, it just seems... you have to admit people from this area are fun to watch on TV. I yeah, they're fun to watch, but so are Southerners. And it's like, why are there not more Southerners on reality television? I think Southerners probably don't want to open themselves up to that. As no, much it's as because like... no one's casting them. I'm telling you, doggy. I don't That's know. That's why Southern Charm is such a hit. Do you it's think like... the people of your hometown want to be on a reality show about their hometown? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. I really do. Because I, I would tell you that most people in New Jersey would be like, yeah, I'll be in that fucking show. Yeah, and I think that Southerners would be like, yeah, hell yeah. Right. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, these these folks, although they didn't say it, are clearly all from Long Island. They all got the Long Island accents. Yeah. And then they, Except for Crystal, who I think might be from Connecticut. Yeah, maybe. It's from, from the general area. Um, so, uh, we, the weddings here. So the first wedding was... Um, do you know her name? Yeah, it was Cheryl, and it's like it's really sweet. It's at a golf course in Long Beth, Island, Beth Page Golf Course. Yeah, we've driven by it. Um, and she, her little thing was that she did sort of an a printed out slideshow for her vows. Yes. Um, what was this? Was this a bit? This was a bit. Okay, so yeah. this was supposed to be funny. Yeah, okay. this was supposed to be funny, and then because the producers, the editors of the show, played like a goofy music behind it. And I yeah, was like, boy, they're really hamming this one up. I think it was supposed to be funny, but it was probably done without. Um, to me, as a viewer, it looked like it was done without a performer's finesse. It looks like maybe it didn't start off that strong, and it went on a little long. So basically, what happened was she was like in her vows. She was like. On, uh, you know, uh, this day is important. September 4th, uh, 2012 is important because me and my husband, my uh, fiance, Mark, are going to get married. But here's another few reasons why this date is important. And then her bridesmaids would like hold up like a big picture. Apollo 12 successfully (laughs) landed. (laughs) Um, and she had a whole bunch of slideshow bits and then her like husband to be was standing up there. Um, and he just was like this big, like Italian Long Island guy. And he just kept looking at like the pastor guy being like, Hey, get a load of my friggin' wife. She's funny, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Very, uh, I enjoyed that, that moment. They were well. cute. And they're, I was big... laughing at 
all of the grooms. Yeah. All of the grooms were funny. I wanted more grooms personally. I wanted more groom info. Um, and then a big thing with Cheryl's wedding is that they not only did they have like a picture booth, but it turned into a picture book. So you would take pictures mm. and then you would flip through it. Yeah. And then uh, around this point is when Ashley and I, as like Cheryl was with the other brides-to-be taking pictures at the photo booth, we both were just looking at each other being like, can you imagine having to have these people at your wedding My to like God. hang out where you have to like keep doing like little shots with and getting like footage because it, of the show that you're on? Like yeah. how much, how annoying that would seem in the moment. She seemed to love it. Like, you but know it's what I mean? just like you're like talking to your family and you're like, oh, the producers want me to go over there and do something with yeah, these it's people like, I just met. For a Jamaica trip? Come folks? on. Buy your own vacation. <laughs> buy your own honeymoon. You just spent $75,000 on a wedding. Um. Anyway, so uh, we go to what was it? We're just going to go through each one of these weddings and talk about the highlights of it. So what next was up next is wedding? Mandy's. She Mandy. had the alcohol theme. She had they an got alcohol married theme next to a lake. The ladies complained it was cold. Um, she, Both also, these so far involved uh, getting mar- getting actually married in a gazebo. Yeah, on a golf course. On I think this one course. was also a Long Island golf course. Um, and then she did an alcohol theme because the centerpieces were done in alcohol glasses. Yes. Yeah, so like they were like um, margarita glass, like big margarita glasses. And she loved them so much that she decided that I have an alcohol themed wedding. Yeah. Now, it, that sounds a lot trashier than what it actually looked like. It was you couldn't really tell it that was it was an classy. alcohol theme. Like I, I wouldn't have walked in there and been like, "Oh, this is an alcohol theme." Yeah, you know? I wouldn't have noticed either. Yeah, and this was a you know once again could have used some more husband on this one. This was a cute this guy couple. Was funny. I like this guy. They got together in high school. Um, yeah. they're finally making it legit after like ten years. Um. Her big aspect that everybody talked about was her dress. They yes. loved her dress. Loved her dress. Um, and then I think the you know the reception was good as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the reception was good. They liked the room a lot. I feel like they liked. They had a big dance floor. What it was cold. It was cold at the wedding. At the wedding, yeah. And I think that's and what maybe they were the taking... cocktail hours. There were metal chairs. They said, "See, this is the problem with this show: is that they're like looking for whatever to be like, and she's gonna lose a point because that... this was not the right temperature." And... That that was actually the for Cheryl's wedding cocktail hour was in the dark and it was cold and there were metal chairs. Uh, okay. Um, the next Mandy's. one, Mandy's wedding, the actual, uh, the actual, uh, reception, reception no, the, uh, ceremony, ceremony. It was, cold. we don't even know the language. It was by, a, it was by a, a lake. It was cold. This is why we got to start watching these shows, babe. Cause we're planning a wedding. You Are and we? I, we're going to plan a wedding. Eesh. That's so weird. Once you get engaged, everyone starts asking you like immediately people are start like being like, so when and where are you getting married? And we're like, we have no idea. We're like we get to be engaged for a couple of years. Yeah, we're going right? to be engaged for like a decade. I would like to let this run its course. Hey man, I'll never get married. Okay. What? Um, what? I was kidding. What? Next up is Crystal's wedding. Um, it united two Native American tribes, her and her husband. I yeah. thought this was cool. It was kind of cool. Um, and so their wedding was like in some banquet hall, and they got married in the back of the banquet hall, which was like a very nice little area. I liked their area the most because it had like a big nature element. There was like a waterfall. And there was a pond, but what 
ended up happening it was a moist day and there were a lot of bugs apparently. and it was early in the morning and it was like 10 a.m and everybody was like oh i didn't realize i didn't come here so early yeah and they're looking at her like dinner like how long are we gonna be here and then so then they go sit out and watch the actual ceremony and these women are getting bit by bugs and they're like it's so buggy out here it's like yeah. oh how dare these women have to but that's the show yeah they're sitting there these people are literally saying i do to one another and they're cutting to these women being like oh a bug just bit my toe yeah this is gross and it's like uh guys two native american tribes are joining can yeah you, can please um and then there was a f- the, the leader of one of the tribes made us laugh as well who came and gave her blessing yeah um, i think she was called she the, was the chief. chief she yeah. was the chief um, um let's it, just put it this way i don't know how this makes me sound this woman did not look like the chief of a uh a Native American tribe. She just didn't. And it was funny to watch her in the whole deal. It kind of looked like your con- congresswoman showed up in like a uh, Native American garb. Yeah. And was like, uh, went and gave the blessings of the two. The local, um, you know, director of your library. Yeah, it was, was... It was interesting. But, yeah. um, and I don't know what that says about us of what we expected to see. I but... think is we don't ever get to see this ever. So yeah. we have assumptions of what, what uh, the chief of a Native American tribe looks like. Like, yeah. And I think this was outside of those assumptions. She did have sort of a Nancy Pelosi yeah. vibe. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Uh, All right, everybody. These two tribes are uh, getting together. And uh, I feel this is great news. Um, another one where I could have used more husband. This guy seemed cool. This guy was cool. <laughs> he um, had fun shoes. We did not think this guy was going to be as cool as he looked based yeah. on the bride who came, seemed a little bit more straight-laced and maybe would have a more boring yeah. uh, groom. This groom was a cool guy yeah he seemed like he, we would want to hang out with yeah, him yeah, we're like get like this cool guy dude. over here um and they danced the night away they had a um, it looked like a to me from the outside this looked like the most fun wedding they were having a lot of fun um and i think also they were a little floored by the hors d'oeuvres being so uh dinner time hors d'oeuvres even though it was 11 30 they were like not brunch yeah they were it's pissed like, that it roll wasn't with it doggy like what are we gonna eat pancakes you yeah. losers yeah come on also if you're day drinking i don't want to eat eggs i want a burger yeah really those Veggie. sliders those sliders look good you got to admit that yeah the sliders did look good so uh that was wedding number three and then our fourth wedding rounding us out Lindsay. Lindsay is like a wedding planner she's an event planner event planner yeah. right so she felt like the bar was a little higher for her yeah she felt like she was maybe judged um a little Lindsay and jr if i remember yeah jr with his earrings um <laughs> this was a fun couple Lindsay was a character she was clearly supposed to be the villain i feel like you know, I think that's just based on your what you think. Like she was a blonde, she was the blonde, she was blonde and she was skinny. And she was skinny. And so it's like we hate her, right? But she also seemed to be the most judgy of the brides. Is that not the case? Uh she was a little judgy, but that's because she's an event planner. But yeah. also like she gave a cup she gave some people points based on some stuff that other people didn't give points based on. You're like, right. That is true. That fa- is true. Like she was happy. That the previous wedding had like so much different food and hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. When uh, the other women were upset that there were no pancakes. Yeah. Like she liked that there was so much other food to eat. Yeah. But she was also complaining that it was really early. Yeah. Um, which eventually, uh, she did give very low scores. She gave low scores, which is why I was thinking she was the villain. So her wedding seemed to be pretty traditional up until... Um, Ashley, what is going on over there? Ashley, guys... <laughs> I might be engaged or I might be dreaming, but I believe Ashley's picking scabs off of her feet right now. Should we finish? Are you guys eating a meal? Um, 
<laughs> Sorry. I, just, <laughs> I wouldn't I'm have not, mentioned it if you didn't laugh into the microphone. I'm not picking scabs off my feet. I just have a blister. Oh, yeah, that on massive my foot blister. From Disney World, and I'm not picking at it. I'm just, I guess I am sort of fingering it. <laughs> <laughs> it made you laugh. Anyway, Just the look you gave me, babe. So we, so this this final wedding was pretty normal up until they go to the cake part, and apparently Jr. the groom is a big Notre Dame Fighting Irish fan. Is he a fan or is he an alumni? They said he's a fan, so I. They never said alumnus. They never said alumni. They only said he's a huge fan. Yeah. And so they bring out like a uh, a Notre Dame cake, and then along with that. An, a man in the fighting Irish costume, the worst fighting Irish costume I've ever seen. This Creepy. is low rent fighting Irish I mean, costume. Really frightening. It also looked like it was out. about 30 years old. I mean, the costume is like, what is happening here? It's like here? a big little like leprechaun man runs out yeah. and like starts doing a fighting Irish thing. And then they cut to the women who are judging this wedding and they are frightened. They're like, I'm going to have nightmares about this for the rest of my life. I mean, life. it was scary. I've never seen anything like this. Um, we also forgot that this was a wedding that was... Um, uh, she was Jewish and he was Catholic. So they incorporated both traditions into the wedding, which made it twice as long. Right. It was super long. And the it kept cutting to the brides. But they're like, long. they're doing their, um, they're, what are what do you call it? when vows, you, They're doing they're vows doing, before the ring. They're doing and, vows again. Yeah. This yeah. is the third time they're doing vows. Yeah. It was it was like, cr- imagine having three women saying that during your wedding. Like, yeah. Isn't this crazy? Why would you want And this? they were right. And that's yeah. the thing. They were right. It was too long. So at the end, all of these women eventually, like about a week later, meet up at a secure location and they cheers with some champagne and they reminisce about the times that they've had. Um, and what I think Fast is really friends. funny is like the one one woman, the woman who in her interview said that she was going to have nightmares about the leprechaun. I guess they yeah. were asked like, do you guys have any memorable moments about these weddings? You know, I guess they asked that. And so they just kind of cut to this woman like as she's cheering. Hey, and she goes, remember the leprechaun? <laughs> and then the woman whose leprechaun it was kind of looks at her and goes, yeah. And it was such a moment yeah. of like where she was like, she kind of looked at the rest of the women who kind of laughed uncomfortably. And I think she started to realize, uh-oh, I think the leprechaun might have looked weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell she hadn't, she hadn't seen the show yet. She probably hasn't seen a video of her wedding. She doesn't yeah. realize that the leprechaun maybe wasn't the move. Yeah. Because um, I think she thought she had it in the bag. Right. But any, anyway, the way that they set it up is that a... a these women are at like a secure location and one of their grooms, one of their husbands is in a limo and is going to pop out of that limo and that's who wins. And so the limo comes up and all of a sudden this guy, Marky Mark or whatever his name is, shows up and it's the guy, Cheryl's husband. Cheryl. And Cheryl wins. And from the first wedding. Something they do horrible, which I think is horrible, is not only do you see who wins, but you see the order in which they come in. Yeah. So we find out that... Um, I be- Mandy was second. She actually tied with crystal and then Lindsay right. was last so they're tied mandy and crystal are tied for second and there really is one big loser coming in at the end <laughs> and that's leprechaun lady yeah <laughs> who she, and she and she in her interview has like a like well you know the bar was very high because we're planners so they must have been looking for things yeah to, you know like she kind of got defensive which i would too but you did yeah. this to yourself you went on this show we made fun of you on a podcast and you didn't win the jamaica <laughs> wedding was it worth it let me work it Put my thing down, flip it and reverse it, leprechaun lady. That was wrong. 
folks, that has been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're engaged. Fuck the world. <laughs> Follow us on Reality Blows at uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're in a daze, folks. We're in a daze. Uh, really, what we want you to is follow our Instagram at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. You can follow Ashley on Instagram. Where? What's your Ashley Instagram? Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Robert. My Instagram is at Nick Maritato. We're having a lot of fun on Instagram. Follow us. We'll follow you back if you're one of our fans. Uh, if you're a weird bot, we probably won't. Um, but who knows? We might. We might. Give it a try. And then we'll find out you're a bot and we'll unfollow you. Uh, but we're posting some stuff. We got some fun. We, while we watch reality TV, we post some fun things. We meme some things. We have a good time over there. So uh, have fun with us and show us pictures of your cat. Because we'll we'll probably post a couple pictures of Lily in the next couple of weeks. Uh, if we already know, we probably already have. Check them out. Like them. Love them. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.